everybody. My name is Embry Davis, and welcome to the Changing Man podcast. This is episode eight. Uh, I'm not going to say we're getting closer to 10. Well, I just said it by saying that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're closer to 10 episodes. It's a big deal for me. It's a big benchmark, and uh, I'm excited to hit it. Uh, joining me today is uh, my good friend, Chris Yang, and he is a trainer, motivator, uh, all around good guy. Chris, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on, dude. Um, finally. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you comfy on the floor here? <laughs> <laughs> dude, like you said uh, earlier, kindergarten style, man. Fucking throwback. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. happy to have you on, though, man. I like I, I, I started this project and I was thinking of the people, you know, who can I get on here? And uh, you've always had this really personable attitude. And of course, you know, I want to get it's you all, on here. It's all part about it's all part of being a trainer, man. And you forgot uh Head trainer, by oh, the way. Oh, head trainer. That's right. Head <laughs> gotta, trainer. Got to add that little, uh, extra, little, little extra spice it. there. Yeah, yeah there exactly. you go. That's nice. First yeah. things first, uh, what shampoo do you use? Because <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous hair. <laughs> yeah, it really is, dude. I've been on the fence about cutting it, but um, fucking, uh, <laughs> can I cuss? Can I curse? You're, you're allowed to cuss. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> no, these, as these... long as you're not using it like a slanderous way. Right. Like right. you're saying like these fuckers. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Okay. I'll try to keep that you in can mind. say the word fuck <laughs> or sex or, or... liberally. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. You, you can say um, what you want to say. Cause as you know, as you know, Charles, which by the way, um, you addressing yourself as Embry totally threw me off. <laughs> I know him as Chuck. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I, I actually don't. I know him as Charles. Uh, I know him as, here's his first, middle, and last name, uh, <laughs> social. Yeah, that's how I know him. That's right, man. See, exactly. We have a good time at Gold, man. But um, but yeah, shampoo. Uh, actually, I, I bought this. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was like $3. Um, it was a shampoo and conditioner um, combo. It's like, it's got biotin in it. And I'm pretty sure it's just called biotin. <laughs> is that is that the is it called biotin biotin i think no no it's it's literally spelled like uh you know biotin like the t-i-n yeah like the hair supplement or oh, okay okay i got you i thought that was keratin um, but okay no no it, it's biotin and okay. collagen or whatever i forgot what the actual like brand name is but it, is, it was like the cheapest one in the aisle and um I, so, you just, was, so you're you you use the cheap shampoo you don't <laughs> I do i do man like i don't spring for that extra stuff um even though there was a time, the reason why I got it was because um, there was a time where I was worried about my hair thinning and I was kind of getting paranoid about that. So like, I just, it doesn't look it. like it's thinning. You still got a, a lot, a of, lot of hair. Yeah. But that's also because it's a grown out a lot since then. Mm. So, and also I've been actively taking vitamins for it. Gotcha, so gotcha. hopefully that kind of like, do you feel like the, uh, do you feel like the vitamins help? Or is, uh, or is it just kind of like a believing it helps type I, thing? You know, I feel like it's a mix of both. But honestly, I feel like it does help. It's at least slowed it down or if not stopped it completely in its tracks. Right. And maybe even reversed it. Like I said, it's all, it's really hard to tell because, you know, I'm looking at my head every fucking day. I'm brushing the shit out of it. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I got a lot of hair. So where yeah. do you get your uh, hair cut? Uh, I was going to this uh, Korean ajuma, and um, for those of you guys who don't know Korean, uh, ajuma means uh, old older lady in Korean. Um, so I, I was going to this older Korean lady uh, out in fucking Newport News, and uh, I was going to her probably every few months. I haven't been in a while, obviously, because I've been growing my hair out. Right. But uh, last time I went, she kind of fucked my hair up, so I wasn't too happy about that. That's a so, that's rare. They're usually I say there like, like <laughs> uh, I mean you know usually when you see the old you know Asian woman uh, 
cutting hair. She's usually pretty good at it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like I only trust uh, Korean uh, Korean people to to mess with Korean hair. Right. So, but you know, but still, still, you know, they're still human. They're still gonna fuck right. shit up every once in a while. Right. So yeah, I don't know. I, and then before that, I actually cut my own hair for the longest time. Mm. So you cut your own hair. I did. How did how did that work? Uh, it was a long, lengthy very tedious process um i would fucking <laughs> use a mirror and then it would take me about two hours right. um two hours two hours man two hours and that's not including cleanup that's about the time <laughs> that it would take to just go get someone to cut your hair exactly <laughs> exactly so like after i weighed my options for a while i just said screw it i'm just gonna leave it in the hands of somebody else right. a professional quote unquote air yeah. quotes um but yeah and then like i felt like um it, it was it was successful about seventy percent of the time, yeah. and then thirty percent of the time. That's, that's a good it was, percentage. It it is. It's a it's a good batting average. But yeah. you for know. cutting your own hair, I mean, you could go to, you know, I go to sports clips, and there's like a one in four chance that you're not going to have something you like. Exactly. You exactly. Know? You know, regardless of what kind of hair type you have. But look, and I don't want to. I don't want to sound weird when I say this, but um, you have white hair. Okay. Oh, yeah, you have, got, you have white people here. I've got extremely white people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, you, yeah. It's like, it's pretty easy to work I'm, with. I'm the most American person <laughs> in this room right now. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know me or don't know about me, like my hair is pretty thick. It's not your average Asian hair where it's like nice and straight and silky and fine. It's kind of wavy. It's, it's very wavy. It's very thick. Mm. It, it's actually pretty difficult to work with. So um, with that being said, I, I'm very, still very apprehensive. Um, letting somebody else, uh, you know, handle that. So I got you. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, we'll see how on how the, on the topic of haircuts. I went and got one today. Uh, thanks for the compliment. And, uh, and <laughs> I, uh, and so I, uh, the one thing I was talking to my buddy, Chris about this, what I've realized is that no matter, every time I go to get my haircut, I get the same misconception of this isn't going to take long at all. I always <laughs> think like, this is, I'm just going to walk in. They're going to have right. a chair for me. And I'm going to walk right out <laughs> and I go to sports clips and there's always like one dude who's waiting to go. So you always have one guy ahead of you and then you still end up waiting like 35 minutes. Of course, man. That's Because too- then they're cleaning up and then like you could tell they're like cleaning up slowly because they don't want to take the next person. You know, you've worked in the service industry long enough. Oh, absolutely. You do whatever you can to buy, buy yourself some oh, time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. In fact, you know, and I hate to I hate to say this about the fitness industry, but sometimes I find myself doing that. With clients, even though obviously you can't really like take your time when the session mm. starts, the session starts, right? Right. And you want to be on time for that. So, because right. um, you know, they pay good money, you want to make sure they get their money's worth. Right. Um, but sometimes it's just like, oh, uh, you know, I do get those thoughts where I'm like, oh, uh, I want to, I want to just take my time, you know, maybe have a snack, go to the bathroom. Sometimes right. Sometimes I'm right, not right. afforded that luxury, obviously. Right. I hear you. Like today, for instance, holy crap! Today was. Uh, Did you not get to get a break or anything like that? Not really, man. We've been, we've been, we've been pretty. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll go into that. Yeah. I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. Okay. Um, why don't you? Uh, how how long have you been doing this for now, Chris? How long have you been motivating people on their health goals? I guess. Uh, for Compel, for my my company, uh, since March. Since um, March. Yeah, personal training in general for I want to say a little bit about about a year. Okay. I want to say about a year. Okay. Um, yeah. So really, I'm still fairly new to the industry, uh, still learning the ins and outs, obviously, but gotcha. um, definitely getting comfortable with it. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, just something that like, I feel like fits, you know, I, I fit a certain niche in the industry right? and I feel like I do it pretty well. Yeah. So, so far I've gotten nothing but good feedback. Yeah. Personable, yeah. you know, you got good character, like, you know, there, there's a, 
there's a seller's mindset to training really. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even, cause even if you're not the most equipped trainer, you, if you're intuitive enough, I feel like you can kind of pick up on, on certain things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Like yeah. it's, it's kind of like, um, people will try to make it, um, more complicated than, than it actually is. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you're there to encourage, you're there to motivate right. and to, uh, spread that knowledge. Now, were, were you athletic in high school? Uh, a little bit, not as far as like team sports or high school sports necessarily. Right. Um, I did gymnastics, uh, anything like that. Martial arts, mostly Okay. martial arts. Um, and, uh, I want to say a couple of other random things I can't really think off the top of my head. A uh, hacky sack. <laughs> I, I guess that's athletic. <laughs> that, I mean, honestly, it is a little bit. It's a little athletic. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, uh, yeah, that's like one of my hidden little, uh, secret talents. I'm really good at Yeah, you, you got to take that up there and show some of the people, you know, that you know how to hacky sack. <laughs> exactly. You know, put that on your resume. Yeah. 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 Hacky sacking <laughs> four years. Doesn't, uh, don't some applicate job applications have that on there, like special talents or they, yeah, they, skills. I think, uh, a recent trend with resumes yeah just like <laughs> yeah. put something at the bottom that's like some random but i honestly feel like that was just thrown in there by millennials who want to feel good about themselves exactly that sounds like such a millennial resume move yeah like, yeah it totally you're is you're applying to like an account management position they don't <laughs> give a shit that you like to hacky sack absolutely <laughs> absolutely no like you know what i mean yeah but sometimes you know little things like that can, you might come off uh, as charming or right. um, you know maybe interesting yeah i gotcha yeah so in in the in the training environment, and we don't necessarily have to talk about the company you work for, but um, do you feel like it's uh, hard to sell people on training? And and kind of like what what is a typical person you see that comes like that actually is interested in it, not just not just someone who's doing it because they get pushed over because they just signed up. Okay, so um, that's what I've been recently um, kind of been figuring out on my own as I uh, you know observe as I go. Um, but yeah, actually, most of the clients that we have um, actually come to us and they inquire about personal training because they're they're sincerely interested in it. Um, you know, obviously, they might not it might not always stick, right. they might not always commit. But uh, but, you know, there there is a good percentage where um, I feel like we do acquire clients who initially sign up because they feel like they get pressured. Right. to signing, you know, um, especially since, um, now does that hurt, does that hurt you kind of in that process a little bit? Um, not me per se. Um, not necessarily. Cause like at the end of the day, I'm the one who really just, I'm not the one necessarily selling to them. Right. Um, that's mostly up to my, uh, training directors and uh, my district managers. Right. So, um, they're the ones who are really good at selling. I personally suck at selling. Um, I am still working on that. That is still a part of my job. I still have to be, um, you know, I have to be marketable and be able to, to, to sell. And I do believe in the product. What, what is, uh, what is challenging you as selling? I guess, sorry to interrupt. It's just, it's, it's, it's honestly, I think it's just my personality. Right. Like you would think, um, I think that's the whole reason why, um, I got promoted is the fact that, you know, I'm personable, like you said, right. um, I'm very, very confident in my abilities and my, and my knowledge and my right. training style, but that doesn't necessarily make you a good salesman. Right. And as far, and I've tried to, I've tried sales before and I what, uh, what type of sales did you do? I, fucking, uh, I think the, the most memorable one was uh, Kirby vacuums, Kirby vacuums. Um, I remember I like for two weeks I, I trained with this company who sold Kirby vacuums. And um, yeah, I did that for a couple of weeks. Didn't sell one single vacuum. 
Uh, and I genuinely was, was sucked Kirby, at it. Was Kirby? That was like you know, this, that you, was like the this the, the door to door one, right? Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Where like they put they do the whole demonstration. Yeah, like vacuum your mattress, dude. I have never sweat so freaking much during. Anything. Did you not like it, dude? I hated it. I freaking hated it. Was the pay it. good? If uh, if I would have sold something, yeah, sure. The commission on it was like pretty decent for from what I understand. But how I how long did you one. work for him? Two weeks. Two weeks and you sold one? No, I didn't even sell one. Oh, wow. Yeah, I spent the whole time training and I was fumbling. Like, I was just a fumbling idiot, like, mm. the whole time. Gotcha. I did a couple demos, sweating my ass off, doing it, <laughs> like, looking nervous as shit. Like, yeah. I, I got to imagine you, you knock on the door of somebody, you're just randomly, you're randomly showing up. Yeah. You got a vacuum in your hands. Right. And now it's like, I, now I, you came to my house, now I have to sit through a presentation. Exactly. Sales pitching at, at my house. Right. Exactly. It, I mean, it, it, there was a time when that method worked. Like what, it, when the internet wasn't around and stuff and you could, and someone showed up with a vacuum and you could just sell them. That's right. That could work that's really right. well. But, but yeah, but times are different. You yeah. Know? You can go I on mean, the internet and get a vacuum. Exactly. Yeah. No one needs a door-to-door Watch salesman. a YouTube video on how good that vacuum is. That's right. And that's why I, I never understood about that company, Kirby, um, was the fact that they only sold through door-to-door sales. And I'm like, Dude, right. what the hell? Like- why, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, no. wouldn't you want to put yourself out there even more? Like, so, okay. So when was this that you did this? Uh, this was back in, I want to say 2011. Okay. So, so the internet was definitely a thing. Yeah, it was it, definitely it a It was thing. up and running. Oh, yeah. At, at sure. least. Yeah. At, I mean, there was, there, there were still smartphones. Uh, smartphones were still like a thing, you know? Like, right. Yeah, they were out. So, I mean, yeah, it wasn't like as common. Like, not everyone had them. Right. But I got still, you. everyone had access to internet and, I mean... You know, it's just like, it just didn't make any sense to me. Even though I did, I did like the product. Right. I, I believed in it. It was a very good product. Mm-hmm. Um, a little pricey, um, in my opinion. But um, then that, that's kind of what yeah. deterred a lot of people from buying it. Because it was a I really mean, that's good just product. What happens. Yeah. But it was fucking almost two grand. Yeah, like, it's it's expensive. I think I know somebody who's actually bought one before. Yeah, yeah. I know a couple of people that bought, yeah. that have bought a couple of those. But like... Yeah, you just show up randomly to a person's door. They're going to be pissed. Oh, uh, yeah. You're kind of like... I mean, I would be... I don't know if I'd be pissed. But, but inconvenienced. I, I, I would be like, really? Yeah. like Because then now I'm responsible for telling you no. And not like, to mention, <laughs> like, even back in 2011, it's like, dude, like, and even in that that uh, day's climate, like, come on, man. Random people showing up at your door, especially in the... Right. In like somewhat rural suburb area, like, people are going to fucking be a little sketched out, you know? It's not, you know... It, yeah. Like I, home I invasion you. is like Yeah, people don't knock on doors or ring doorbells anymore yeah, unless right. you've got a purpose to be there. Exactly. There's, exactly. You know, no one just stops in anymore. And that's probably half the reason why I was so fucking nervous the whole time. Is yeah, because you might is this just, guy gonna like shoot me or like True. Yeah, you never know. You never freaking know. Man. All right, well let me let me uh let me dial you back okay. a little bit. I had uh I had asked kind of, you know, when you get sat down with, with a potential person, I guess, you know, what type of person are you seeing? Are you seeing mostly men, mostly women? Um, actually a good mix of both. I can't really say more one than the other. Well, mm, uh, I guess I want to say slightly more women. Yeah, definitely. Cause I, I also noticed that, um, as a trend in uh, my sessions, mm. um, the clients that we do have that do uh, show up for the sessions, um, it's going to be mostly women. Right. So yeah, mostly women do, uh, come and train. Um, we do have a lot of guys, so, you know, not saying that it's um, all women, 
But generally, I feel like women need just a little bit more guidance as right. far as like um, a little, little bit more of a push. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What would so. you say is like the key mindset difference, I guess, like when you're kind of overcoming like the, the personal boundaries, finding out what works, et cetera, and so forth. Like what like what do you, what do you feel is what, what can you easily approach with women that you can can't easily approach with men and vice versa? Like it was there touchy subjects. Um, off the top of my head, I mean, I'm sure there are. Uh, I'm just so used to just being like comfortable, you know, with talking to making them. people feel comfortable. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, obviously, there are going to be touchy issues with anyone, right. you know, guy or girl. But um, for women, I want to say, um, I mean, they're there. Like they, you know, if, if it's an overweight client, they know they're overweight. You know, yeah. that's not necessarily a touchy subject, right? You know, but you still want to kind of. Kind of uh, what, what was it? Kind of sugarcoat certain things. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you want to you want to soften the blow. You don't want right. to like make them feel like complete pieces of shit. You know, obviously. <laughs> well, I would hope they're not like pieces of shit. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously, they're not pieces. Are of they shit, like but... are they like dickheads to you too, or are they just big? <laughs> you'd be uh, you'd be surprised. Uh, we have a couple of clients that come in every once in a while that just kind of like they're just rude. Yeah, well, not necessarily like rude, outright rude, but they definitely come off a little bit. Um, pretentious mm. uh maybe that might not be the best word to describe them but um we've had a couple of people that show up and like we'll we'll do their consultation and they'll be like act like know-it-alls right and it's just like dude what then what are you doing here in the first place like if you think you know it all right you know what i mean like um and with but with women they're a little bit more apprehensive i right. feel like um because obviously it's an investment right you know for anybody um it's not cheap right um uh, and, and, and this is like, you know, and, and a lot of people have problems with commitment. Right. You know, and so that's also a big thing. Well, I mean, the reason why I ask that is because uh, according to, you know, the, the your reports with, you know, jobs and education and workforce and stuff, it says that the personal training field continues to grow and more money is made in that market. Absolutely. However, according to the CDC, 25% of every state, at least 25% is considered obese. And that's not that's just true. talking about the overweight. That's true. So what is... Are, are people not motivated or are they coming in committing and changing their mind or I feel like people are more the general population. I feel like more and more people are becoming more and more motivated. Um, like just like, in general, in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously like the statistics speak for themselves, like the evidence, um, you know, like it's there. Um, everyone, right. you know, we're getting uh, the fitness industry in all aspects is growing. Right. You know, that's becoming more of a thing. Um, I say this every day, especially when I talk to somebody in like high school. Right. Uh, when I see them in the gym, I'm like, man, you guys have it good. Like as far as like fitness goes, mm -hmm. everyone wants to be fit. Everyone wants to look good. That wasn't necessarily a thing when I was in high school. Yeah. Not, not you know, necessarily gyms, for me either. Exactly. We didn't have big gym chains. Right. Um, you know, like no one really knew how to lift weights unless you were a football player. Yeah, an athlete. Um, yeah. An athlete. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we had the Y. The YMCA, right. like we had Gold Gym, Am Bam, all the big chains around here. We didn't have any of that. Mm. So yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know about lifting weights. You know what I mean? Until I mean, I, I, yeah, I've, I was a, <laughs> a pretty pretty big kid. I was like 250 pounds at my heaviest. I saw. Yeah, <laughs> I saw. It's an it's an embarrassing photo. I mean, but it, it's it's humbling to look back on. Absolutely. But you know, when I do look back at that photo, like that wasn't a care in my mind ever. Of course not. But you see You're all these kids. Oh yeah, but you now you see uh, sixteen, seventeen year olds. I mean, I, I'm I'm in the gym too, and I, I can see them. There's groups of them, yep. and they're all lifting together. So I mean, and a lot of those kids are not athletes at all. You nope. know, the internet has just kind of put them onto weightlifting. That's right. Yeah. But, um, 
but in, in kind of talking about those statistics at the CDC and everything, we'll get back to the, uh, the younger kids uh, shortly. You know, why, why do you, in your experience anyway, why do you feel like most people give up or do you kind of just hear excuses day by day? It's more excuses, honestly. It's not because, you know, the way Compel looks at it um, or really I feel like any training company or any trainer, mm. well, the way they should look at it is that everybody can afford personal training. If, they, it, and if not you to want mention, to. Yeah, everyone can not only just personal training, but everyone can get fit. Everyone can commit to that lifestyle, right? You know, it's just all about priorities. How, right. how important is it to you? You know, like if you really wanted it bad enough, you can make it happen. So, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to pot stir a little bit here. You know, that's, some people might just not have time, like not, might not, you know, have time at all for it. That's understandable. That's think, completely understandable. I mean, yeah. you know, but uh, <clears throat> do you, do you feel like that is an excuse? I feel like people can make time sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Um, honestly, I don't care how busy you are. You can make time, mm. whether it's 30, everyone can make 30 minutes out of the day. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and, and get a good workout and do something active. Absolutely. Cause I mean, come on, everyone's got smartphones. Think about how many times a day you're on your phone. You're just, just too scrolling. much. We just, talk about that all the time. Right. Way too much. Exactly. Or, you know, how many times you're just like sitting there, right? You know, come on. Don't tell me every single per- like, People are just so busy. They don't even have a moment to like sit down. Right. You know, and it's just like that. That's, I find that hard to believe. Well, I mean, it, I think it's I think it definitely speaks to the culture we live in now yeah. where I mean, you know, people people kind of dock their phone time as part of their day. Yeah. Yeah. Know? And people don't want to sacrifice that. Once again, all about priorities. Right. Yeah. It's, it's about how, how high of, of a priority is it on your totem pole? Right. Like. Um, and, and, and don't get me wrong. There is a small percentage of people like that actually legit don't have time, you right. know, like they're yeah. working 15 hours a day or whatnot, raising a family, doing this or that. Obviously being fit is not going to be one of their priorities, which is understandable. Obviously, you know, the right. family comes first. Um, you know, there's, there's just so many different ways to cut that. Um, but for the general population, yeah, you can, you, you, you have the time. Well, and what would confuse me is, um, at least frustrate me in the very least, I mean, being in your position is having someone commit to you, uh, pay you guys money, essentially too, yeah. especially, uh, only to back out of it right away. I mean, I want to, I want to know, like, what do you think that is when people come in and commit and then immediately change their mind? Is well, it a for sale or is it, do they just want affirmation of the effort? What do you think it is? Um, I feel like it's, it's, it's more about they, I don't know. There could be a lot of different reasons. Me, I feel like it's, it's a lot that has to do with, um, uh, the, the, the fear of commitment, mm. you know, like on some level, like, uh, I mean, we're not fucking talking about marriage here, you know, like we're no, talking I mean, about a contract to, 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 you know, you're basically hiring somebody to hold you accountable. Right. You know, that's the whole purpose of personal training is somebody there to hold you accountable, to right. encourage you and to give you that knowledge to, to give you a little bit of right. structure to, to, yeah. So you know what the hell you're doing. Right. You know, cause, um, and then I think another thing, it is obviously affordability, you yeah. know, like, like, and how not, affordable is training right now? Like I said, like I just said a moment ago, everyone can afford personal training. If you have a job and you're making money, literally everybody can afford it. It's, it's so flexible. Like, especially the way my company done it, it does it, it's so flexible to be able to get personal training on some level. Okay. So I'm a McDonald's employee yes. and, I, and I work 45 hours a week. Absolutely. You can, uh, you can afford it. 
we have really? fast food. Yeah, we have we have fast food worker clients, like clients really? who work. Yeah, who work at Chipotle, who work at um, other fast food chains, like you know, like people that are on the bare, like on minimum wage more right. or less. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely doable. And and those people are they are they relatively fit or are they working on getting back into it? Um, like what's the deal with that? Are they are are they like I mean because you talked about priority, right? So these because honestly that's astonishing to me that there's fast food employees that are putting taking money out of their budget for training. And to be perfectly honest, I I, I was surprised too. I yeah. was just like, um, but then then um, like I said, once I became more um, acclimated to that world and, and to what we offer. Right. Um, I, I be, started be beginning to understand um, like, yeah, it is affordable. Right. Um, because we do, we do have, we do have packages that fit every budget. Like um, I think our cheapest one is like once, once, once a month semi. And that, that basically gives you one free uh, one session a month. Right. Which mm-hmm. isn't, shit obviously but yeah i mean it gives you everything else it gives you all the other tools that you need to be able to just go into the gym by yourself we give you that knowledge we give you the tools right right i mean yeah you're not getting all the personal training sessions sure yeah no yeah but and i know that's what people think about when they think about personal training Mm -hmm. but remember guys it's all about um it's all about holding yourself accountable. It's all about getting that knowledge mm-hmm. and being able to get in there and having a structure, something to start off with, you know, because right. a lot of, the, a lot of the time people have the problem of not ha- knowing what to do right. when they get to the gym. That's why they come to us, uh-huh. you know, um, and whether it's, it's, whether it's, they don't know what to do. Um, they have all the mo- motivation in the world. They have all the motivation in the world, but they just don't know what to do. And then you have the clients that don't um, have the motivation you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I know. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we're there for 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 um, several reasons, but um, I forgot where I was going with that. No, it's okay. I uh, I, I had to get you closer to, to the mic. My bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah that's all good. I, I got to yeah. make sure we can hear you. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, okay. So I kind of lost my train. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, I'm getting it back. I have right. a feeling that's right. gonna happen. Red potato. Red potato. <laughs> All right. Unique New York. Uh, um, so we, we kind of touched on the, the, the priorities a little bit of fitness. And we kind of talked a little bit about the, the younger kids, the younger right. generation that are kind of taking a liking to it. Um, seemingly out of nowhere, really, because now that you've brought it up, I, it does kind of shock me because I didn't really used to see that a lot. Exactly. So uh, it, and it's mostly men like or boys, young men. Now, it, so mm-hmm. is that. I'm gonna have to disagree on that. I feel okay. like it's a it's a it's an even mix of both men and women. Okay. Um, if you look, come on, I mean, look at Instagram. Right. You know, look at YouTube. Look at Instagram. Look at Facebook. Any social media. Right. Everyone's posting their gym pics. Everyone wants to look good. Right. You know what I mean? Like they want to beef up their their social media accounts by being yeah. fit. I mean, whatever you got to do to uh, to you know to help yourself out. But you know, I want to because we were talking about confidence and kind of priorities and where you want to go and, and you know maybe just on a fitness level, you know, is the is there a confidence difference like physically when you talk about someone our age, 33 versus 27, you know, is there like ver- versus, you know, a 17 year old these days? Like when we, when we kind of talk about where we were at 17, do you feel like they're like miles beyond us now? Or do you feel like they are, are below us? Cause um, I mean, there's a few different things there. Oh, the, the, the dynamic definitely has yeah. changed. I, I will definitely agree with that. Um, obviously it, does, it doesn't speak for literally everybody. No, but, no, of um, course. Because not. I still see awkward fucking kids. That, but, well, that's, you that's, know, like, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say, because in my opinion, from my experience, um, 
I feel like they want they want the responsibility to do everything on their own, right? That's right. But I mean, you go to give them a handshake and they can't look at you. Exactly. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah. honestly, that's always been like that. It's always been like that. I mean, you know, when I remember when I was in my teens, like I was an awkward little. You, your parents, you know, like, your parents never raised you to like look someone in the eye when you shake their hand. And no, stuff like of that. course, of course. I mean, you know, um, obviously stuff like that. But still, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're fully comfortable or confident enough to, you know, assert yourself that way. You right. know what I mean? Like come across as like, oh, it was confident young man. Right. That definitely was not me. That definitely was not me. That's yeah, something like, I look at this of... young man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's going places. He's a well-adjusted young man. Yeah. But um, no, that was definitely not me. Um, I ha- I pretty much kind of uh, kind of had to hone that skill on my own. Um, I want to say most of my twenties and my teens. Well, I mean, I mean, I'll flatter you a little bit. So that yeah. confidence has been built in you, and oh, like you can absolutely. tell, like speaking to you, you can definitely tell that this is a genuine confidence. In oh, yourself. absolutely. Yeah. So. It, the reason why I say that now is because I feel like on the flip side, and maybe it's just because of their age, and I'm sounding like a grumpy old man, but I feel like uh, you be both, brother. When, when you when you when you kind of like I said, they're very confident, they're very cocky until it's something they have no clue about, and exactly. then they turn into kind of like hermits and back in their shell. Oh, of course. Um, I, I feel like with that dynamic, that hasn't really changed. You feel like that's kind of stayed it's always constant. been, yeah. It's that's always just been. an age thing, really. Right, right. It's always been a thing. It might just be with different things. Like um, back in the day, kids weren't so worried about looking good and being fit, right? Right. Um, but now it's more. Why are they worried so much about looking good and being fit, though? Is what? it for is it for the health and fitness reasons, mm-hmm. or is it for the social? Uh, social. I, I feel like it's more social than anything. Really? I mean, come on, like. So that, so that kind of brings me back to my question then, and I'm sorry to interrupt, no, but no, we're talking about confidence and whether or not it's genuine or not. Yeah. So if you're pursuing health and fitness for the affirmation of others, is that genuine confidence? Ooh, that's a tr- tricky question. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like confidence is confidence. If, if you have it, no matter how you ob- attained it, um, I feel like, yeah, if you're confident in your abilities or yourself, um, then yeah, that's genuine confidence to me. I mean, uh, the, you know, is there, is there fake confidence that people are exuding? Sure. Sure. Well, of I course. Mean, I think the, probably the opposite of confidence would be arrogance, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one thing to be, to be self-confident, but then it's another to be arrogant. I feel like a lot of kids are definitely leaning more towards the arrogant. Right. Well, I think I think you know, and and now that we're kind of hashing, yeah, that's it kind out, of a blanket statement. Now that we're but... kind of hashing it out, though, <clears throat> I think like you know, they're just not self aware enough. Yeah, really. and they don't know who they are. No, of course not. And you can't really expect anybody in that age group to know. You know, it's not their fault. I mean, come on, we were all there. You know, we we definitely um, thought we knew what was up, but you, you know, always want to think you know what's up, and it just, it's never it, it's never the way it's perceived, or and the, you know the way we the way we grow. Yeah, and everything, but I think I found it funny that you said that there's a a, a good even mix of m- males and females uh, in this teenage age. The Gen Z, I think, is what they are. So Gen Z, I think so. Yeah, Generation Gen Z. Zero. Yeah, Gen- you know, <laughs> they, they do everything like for the social media version exactly. of themselves. And, and we've talked about social media a thousand times over on right. this. And I feel like we're just once again just sounding like grumpy men here. <laughs> but I mean, you but, know, is yeah. it detrimental to the youth for that to be? especially when it comes to their health and fitness is that type of affirmation where it's, it's only motivated by external factors. Is that a bad thing or do you by think like, the ends by justif- like vain reasons, shallow do, reasons? Yeah. I was going to say, do you think the ends justify the means in that front? You know, they're getting healthy. So it, by whatever that, by whichever way they had to do it is okay. 
I kind of look at it that way because, I mean, you know, no matter what your motivations are, if you're in the gym getting after it and you're getting healthy um, as a result, um, whether that's your main priority or not, like whether that's your main goal or not, I mean, that's still going to be a, um, you know, it's so that's still going to be like a nice bonus, right. you know, like whether you want to look good or not, you're still getting there exercising. That's good. That's a good thing. You know, whether, whether you're doing it for the air quotes, wrong reasons, right. um, yeah, which just, is, which is, you know, totally can be debated. Right. And, and exactly that is, it's debatable. And let me just put it this way. Come on, let, let's, let's all be honest with ourselves. I don't care who you ask in the gym, why they're coming. Okay. Except for the, like maybe the elderly, uh-huh. right. Or people who have, um, like medical conditions that they need to improve through exercise. That's one thing, okay? Okay. But with the aside from those people, uh-huh. everyone else, you ask the general population why they're working out. I don't care what kind of answer they give you. In the back of their minds, I, I guarantee you, they're uh, at least a part of that reason why they're in the gym is to look good and feel good about themselves. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. I had this conversation earlier today with somebody, and I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter if your reasons are shallow. Um, because we all have them. We all have right. those reasons. I mean, CrossFit has kind of built a slogan off that look good naked, right? That, exactly. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just a, a pleasant side effect or, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's, it's a byproduct of, well, of, of, of those shallow reasons. Like it's, I can, I can agree. And you know, I think I, but I will say this though. I think that the looking good is the main priority. And then just the health and energy that comes with a it byproduct. ends up being the by- byproduct. Right. Right. Because I agree. I think it's like you said, you know, there's probably a small or marginal amount of the mind. That's like, I'm really just in here so I can talk to girls better. You know, a lot of, a lot of kids, especially, you know, uh, young men, if they're in the gym, uh, you know, and you could tell that they're a little socially, it's, it's to look, it's to look good for the opposite sex of course, man. or maybe the same one. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever was your boat. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> Whoever, you know, they might be We're uh, a progressive society. It's 2018. <laughs> yeah. It's 2018. You know, they could, uh, they could be going for, uh, no, speaking of which. Okay. And, and I don't want to uh, get off too far off track, but, um, speaking of a progressive. Okay. Sorry about that. We, I, I accidentally, I, I hit the damn space bar. You doofus. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah, that's how it goes. Anyway, <laughs> or, uh, I'm sorry, Chris. Um, go ahead and continue. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, so yeah, so I, as I was saying, um, I'm actually re- speaking of progressive society. Um, 2018. I'm actually, um, you know how the transgender movement has been a big thing, right? It's, it's yeah, been yeah, a controversial yeah. thing. Um, I, for one, you know, I, I'm supportive of, of people who want to be transgender. Oh, like, yeah, you know, of course. I mean, obviously, yeah. Like, I, 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 just real quick, and I'll let you finish this. Yeah, I subscribe to the notion of if you're not impeding me in any way, right. do whatever the hell you'd like to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. As long as it doesn't infringe upon right. my lifestyle or this and, or and I don't mean to take like this hard libertarian, like it, no, as long as no, it doesn't infringe not. on my rights. I'm like, like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, okay. Then let me use a different word. Like, like Cause that know, is generally, that's, I mean, and, you know, and I, I, I think that's a good mentality to have, but when we're talking socially, like, yeah, like dude, do what you want. You know, people that want to put pineapple on pizza, live your life. <laughs> Okay, sorry. I should. I, I don't mean to be eating while I'm uh, doing this. Yeah, you um, know what? I wasn't gonna say anything, but uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me actually put this in the trash. Uh, it's right in the back. Okay, of my yeah, head. yeah. Give me a second, folks. Hold on one second. All right, Chris is really just making a absolute mockery of the show. Oh yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I got my shoes off. All right, we're, so, we're sitting on the floor, <laughs> yeah, powwowing <laughs> yeah. over this mic. Yeah, it's awesome. 
But um, so no, I actually I was about to say, uh, speaking of progressive society, um, I, I was actually really excited today. Um, I got to train my first transgender client, male or um, female, uh, or male to female or female to male, female to male. Okay, so female to male, um, and uh, and and um, and he's only fifteen. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. already tra- fully transitioned. Uh, n- I don't want to say fully transitioned. Um, or is he I just gender he just fluid? Got, he just got his um, like his chest uh, surgery to to remove. Um, What's that called again? Um, I, I forgot. T. Uh, uh, I can't remember. Something ectomy. Right. Oh, uh, are we talking about? I'm not talking uh, about vasectomy or history. No, 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 so. no. Um, to get the to get the the boobies removed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what the. Is it appendectomy? No, no. That's, a, that's an appendix removal. Yeah. Right. Oh so God, I'm sure we sound like dumbasses right now trying to think go about on. This. We, we know what you mean. Yeah. 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 Had the boobs removed. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. Right. And um, so he came to us uh, a few days ago, and we signed him up because um, he's you know he's overweight and right. he's trying to feel good about himself. Obviously, hence the right. you know the the whole transition as well. Um, and we had a good conversation today about you know just. Him wanting to feel comfortable in those skin. And, Is it know. like an elephant in the room type thing? And you guys just ended up talking about it? Um, or? I mean, I not really. Because, like, you know, I don't really – I don't care either way. Like, and not in the sense of, like, I don't give a shit about this kid. Like, <laughs> obviously, I care yeah, about him right. as a person. I like, know you're not just blowing and, him and, off. Yeah. And, like, and I could totally see that, like, whole – you know, it's just like he's just a jumble of like confusion because you know he on top of being fifteen, right? You know, I mean, stressful then, time for any kid, really. right? Stressful, stressful, and then add on top of that, him, you know, trying to transition, and you know, it's just got to be tough. So I feel for him, like right. you know, and I and I want to, I want to train him the best, the best I can, right? So that he does feel comfortable in those, is in those skin. So. I think it's um, you know, it, and we could we could go a few different ways when talking about minors and kind of adjusting to this transgender lifestyle but i'll spare that just to say that kudos to the parents for supporting their seriously for supporting their child seriously like um, that's exactly what i thought you know it, it because it, we could have a multitude of opinions about how it's too young i think it's too young personally but you know at the end of the day that's your kid man yeah and uh you know if that's what they if that's what, what they, they want feel like is what they want then you know um I, I, you'd have to swallow your pride as a man sometimes That's really right, exactly you gotta got swallow your pride i mean because yeah as you said like you said at the end of the day you're you're still you know their parents right and um you need to play that supportive role you know so, like, so now have you faced any special challenges trying to train this person no or? no um because you know i mean he's still human <laughs> well no i know but um <laughs> yeah. i mean oh, i mean i wasn't saying it like that no no uh, no i i understand yeah. what you're what you're trying yeah. to say um, but is there um is, is there limitations because they're uh, i'm guessing he's doing the, the hormone treatments yeah yeah so is that i mean he's basically just getting testosterone right so i mean tr- he should be making some serious gains um in theory yeah but he's severely overweight Ah. So um there there's that hurdle. Okay. Um he's definitely um pretty out of shape. Um, you know, just like any other overweight client, um, right. severely obese, you know, or morbidly obese, whatever. Morbid is um, such a crazy word. It, it really is. I would rather um, just say really fat. Yeah. <laughs> like mor- morbidly obese sounds it's, it's way a, worse. I, doesn't it though? Yeah. Doesn't it? Like it's, it's kind of like what Nick Swartz had said, like saying mentally challenged sounds worse than just saying retarded. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and it bless me for, for uh, I mean, not yeah. bless me, but excuse me for saying that. Yeah, we'll, so. pray, we'll pray for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any, uh, some, some bad feedback because, uh, 
dropping some some controversial words here. No, we. I mean, but, we, you know, you can say what you want to say as long as is we. I feel like as long as it's not coming from like a hateful place, mm. and you're not using obviously it in an there's hacking way. Th- exactly, there's definitely no malice coming from this guy. Yeah, so, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so I, this is actually good because it kind of pairs into my next question. Really, is you know w- what do you think is the best piece of advice to give to that? young man now that is uh training through you uh, honestly i mean really the only advice i can because i mean obviously i don't know what he's going through right. you know what i mean like it, i mean but it, this person he confided in you already yes so yes. it's it's kind of clear I, that he is and see, seeking some support exactly exactly and, and i'm trying to give that to him i've been like the whole session today was our first session so uh, right. i've been just trying to build that rapport with him because mm-hmm. obviously even during our the client setup and our, during our first session today uh, he was definitely um, guarded, obviously, for, for obvious reasons. Of I mean, course. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, so uh, I'm trying to just kind of get him to to be more comfortable with me, you know, right. to build that confidence, build that relationship and that rapport. Um, and it's just going to take some time. But I, just in that first session, he was uh, I could see him loosening up. You know, he started, you know, we started having conversations about about his whole um, transition and, and just, you know, just life in general. Does he, see, does, he um, does he seem optimistic, happy for the future? He does. He does. Um, um, obviously, he still he still has a lot of um, like reservations. And, and by the way, it. I don't mean to air this person's business out there. No, um, no. I mean, obviously, he's anonymous. You right. Know, we're not going to drop his name right. or anything like that. No, but, yeah. I, you know, but yeah. I, like, I appreciate you bringing it up because that's 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 um for one. I mean, that's a a very rare occasion already it really is you know i I know the media would like to blow it up and make it sound like all our teenagers are just switching you know genders (laughs) right right out of nowhere but i mean to be a trainer for one yeah uh someone who's supposed to motivate especially you know when you when you think about it like trainers especially you know in in your experience i'm I'm sure you maybe experience this you kind of have to to big yourself up so you can relate to everybody right exactly um and you know people want to feel comfortable so it's crazy to me that the same tactics you use on like a 50 year old client are also helping this 15 year old out. Exactly. And uh, I mean, you know, just, I guess just treating them like a person probably is the best way to go. Exactly. And showing them that, that we're people too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, uh, I mean, we're there to work them out, to give them that knowledge and and that build that confidence. But um, we're also there. um, We we serve, I feel like we serve other roles, even though, you know, obviously it's not in our job description, right? right. It's kind of inherent in our, in our position. You're dealing with um, a very sensitive topic, you know? Exactly. I mean, not, and not just with uh, the, the young man, but um, we're, we're talking about just with people in general, you know, like that's a, it's an, you know, I I don't say intimate in a, uh, emotional or sexual way but, right but it, that's an intimate relationship exactly that you, have to have. you become friends with these people you become you know sometimes family you 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 get close with mentors yeah mentors you know what however you want to cut it you're building a relationship with, right with these people and of course. um and it's and it should be genuine it right. should be genuine you know right. like i've made a lot of friends uh with my clients mm-hmm. um and it really depends on what the company policy is like oh you shouldn't fraternize with clients or this but it's just like that's kind of contradictory if you think about it have you ever had a client try to fraternize with you yeah of course yeah of course. like fraternizes and so yeah let's go into this we'll, we'll end we'll end on a, a light note here okay um have you ever had any clients try to invade your space beyond the training method because i know what you do i i know what you do you have to maintain this attitude and this upkeep of this character and 
Uh, you know, not necessarily a character. I don't mean. I was like about that. to say that's that's all me. No, yeah, like you know, but you, you gotta you gotta make sure that you're you know, <clears throat> they expect a certain energy out of you every day, right? And exactly. so it's kind of like a what is that called? Um, when you're like attracted to your therapist, or uh, um, I can't even remember. Wow, that's an easy one too. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm yeah, I've been brain farting all day. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, um, it, it, have you ever had that? Have you ever felt like a female client tried to push it to a level that you were uncomfortable with? Absolutely. And if so, what did you? And tell me about that one. And then two, what did you have to do? Okay, so uh, yeah, I definitely had an awkward um, relationship with one of my clients. Uh, yeah, she she definitely came on a little strong, and um, I did, I tried my best to you know try to kind of maintain that professionalism and mm-hmm. um, and which I did, which I did, um, but still um, she just kind of kept pressing and pressing. Um, and, but I also didn't now, what, want to what do you, what do you mean by that? Like, are we, is she like stalking you at work? No, or? no, not necessarily. Um, but she definitely would like, she would text me all the time, like inappropriate stuff and just, you know what I mean? All hour, like, like different hours or just randomly throughout the day? Uh, kind of randomly. Um, so, you know, um, really? Yeah. It, it, it was, it was definitely weird uh, where, for what, a while. Where do they it. get the stuff that you've got? They just got a woman texting you dirty things all day. I mean, that sounds cool, but it's actually not unsolicited. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I make it a point not to, you know, come off the wrong way. I don't want right. to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Right. You know? So that's, that's a big thing with me is uh, making sure that I maintain that level of professionalism. Right. It's not hard. It's not like I struggle. No, yeah, no, I, 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 I just, know. you know, so I, I just wanted Claim to be clear. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to be clear. Like, um, Obviously, you know, you're going to find some people attractive. Um, there, some people are going to find you attractive. Like, it, right. it's just, that's, we're human. So with that being said, um, but yeah, I, I try to maintain that professionalism. And I think actually just recently, just, um, we both decided that we kind of had to. Stop uh, texting each other. Stop talking. Well, no, I actually end the, um, the, the client, uh, trainer relationship. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So she's going to be, so it was terminated in a business like way. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Like we both decided like it was just the best, you know? Um, so it wasn't like I let her down, you know, did or, you lead her on at all though? Um, did you did look and to be, be perfectly be honest, honest with, I, I'm, I'm trying to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, I feel like I didn't, okay. right. But okay. I mean, like I said, I could be wrong about that. She could feel a certain way about it. Right. Um, you know, because like I said, I was trying to maintain. I, I wasn't trying to lose her. This was like back when I was, you know, new to this. Right. So I wasn't trying to lose my first clients. Right. Wasn't yeah. You I know what you. I mean? So I, I kind of, I, I yeah, I kind of. Um, what was it? You engage it? engage personally probably a little too much. Probably, I probably enabled uh her a little bit too much than mm-hmm. I should have. Uh, just so for the sake of, you know, her staying on as a client and, um, her, you know, like me not losing her as a client. So, right. so yeah, that's definitely my fault. I I'll definitely take responsibility for that. Um, but that's not something that like I'll actively try to right, right, right. pursue, you know, right. like, um, obviously my career is, is way more, more it's paramount. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, and I always keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I don't really whatever have... you got to do to keep the business. You know, if you got to lead them on, I guess that's uh, you heard it. <laughs> that here. sounds terrible. Well, you heard it here, guys. I uh, mean, yeah, he's going to lead you on <laughs> and take your money. No, that's right. uh, I, I am. Uh, I am. I am. I'm totally joking, Chris. I, I wanted to ask you just before I, I wrap this up here. Um, 
because we were talking about kids and everything mm-hmm. else. And uh, if, if you had to look back at the 17 year old you, what would you tell 17 year old you right now? But knowing what you know now, no advice from someone else, just you yourself. What would you tell the 17 year old Chris Yang? Oh, that's a big one. I'd say stop fucking up, start working out, get a fucking education. And um, yeah, just stop being a fuck up. Because I was a huge fuck up at 17. Maintain those priorities. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, you do, uh, and that, that's the thing. You can tell your 17-year-old self all day long um, what not to do. Right. He's, he's still not going to get it. Because honestly, you're, most people, you're not going to learn until you do it for yourself. Trial and error. No. You know what I mean? People can tell you all day long how to do this, how to do that. Most people aren't going to learn until you actually go through it. It's kind of like, um, I, think, I think I heard someone, I heard someone say one time, uh, just in passing, uh, you know how people say, um, I, I learned the hard way or I found out the hard way. Right. Uh, someone had said to me, I think this was actually in a meeting, uh, learning the hard way. I, I had to learn that the hard way was the right way. Yeah. And yeah, uh, that's, I agree with that, that spoke volumes to me because yeah. like, really every hard decision we make in life, whether you're a teenager or you're a young adult in your 20s or in your 30s or 40s, uh, the decisions that are the hardest to make typically are the right ones to make. The ones that require the effort. The ones that don't result in you having fun all the time. That's right. Or getting the affirmation from others. Exactly. And I mean, I think we're just kind of floating our way through that. That's right. Exactly. You don't, you shouldn't expect instant gratification for every single decision you make. Right. You know, like obviously there's, you're going to have to make some sacrifices. You're going to make some decisions that feel wrong, but they're actually right. You know, just because you don't feel good about it doesn't right. mean that it's wrong. Right. You know what I mean? I hear like, Yeah. So I totally agree with that. Yeah. Well, uh, Chris, I want to thank you for coming on the show. That was good, man. Yeah, that was man, really thanks, nice. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. that was really nice. I think yeah. we got like like uh, fifty minutes or something in here. Really? Oh, yeah. felt like fifteen. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I told you <laughs> it flies by. It know? really does. It really it, does. It flies by. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, get on Joe Rogan's uh, game and um, make it like three hours or something. Oh yeah, just, uh, just three hours every day. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like Joe Rogan has got to be on a significant amount of drugs that he says. He's oh, I, dude, he's if you watch his videos, he's they're smoking the whole time. Oh, right? of course. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah, I mean, you have to be smoking, drinking beer, smoking, God knows what else. You know? And he's got producers and money. Exactly. He's, he's got people that. that he's got people that can create his content for him. That's and bring, right. And bring it to the table. Yeah. I mean, I could get really stoned or drunk while I'm producing my own content however it, it won't end up great and I was say, the podcast a little shoddy and, and the podcast won't exist if i start drinking again exactly but <laughs> maybe we'll get there maybe yeah, we'll, get, maybe there we'll get to the point where i forget about the podcast because i'm drinking again i don't and just know. start rambling on some all some bullshit yeah. it could be yeah yeah um anyway anyway everybody i want to thank chris yang for coming on again and um you can always try to visit him. I'm not going to give the location, but if you look him up on Instagram, do you got Instagram? I do. It's um, it's Capsule Corp Fit, uh, just like the Dragon Ball Z re- reference. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Capsule Corp Fit, you'll find me on Instagram. Add me. Um, not really like the most active on social media, but I, I try uh, at least lately. Um, but yeah, add me on Instagram, and uh, yeah. <laughs> check me out <laughs> thanks chris yep follow uh, him on instagram at capsule corp um fit <laughs> don't forget the fit part oh yeah abs- add at capsule corp fit and <laughs> get in touch with him if you have any questions related maybe uh maybe get yourself some motivation of your own you know they're damn right that's yep. what i'm here for i want to thank everybody for listening to the changing man episode eight uh this has been a really fun one man i'm glad i had uh glad i had someone on we could really just riff it out and um 
Talk about some important stuff, man. I'm glad we kind of we kind of went through a lot of that. Yeah, man. We kind of touched on a bunch of stuff. That was yeah. good. Cool. All right, y'all. Well, uh, we are going to wrap it up here. And I want to thank everybody for listening again. And I hope everybody has a good morning, good afternoon, and a good evening. Thank you for listening. <laughs>